Hi, it's your girl, Honeybee. And your girl, Tashala. And today we have our special guest, Cake. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Ooh, we got a treat for you guys. Today we're discussing black, being black and poly. So with that being said. Fuck it. Let's, let's talk. talk. All right let's now. All right, Miss Cake. Mm. What is black and poly? Black and poly is me. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, I mean, literally, though, obviously, um, we're talking about being or living the poly life. Mm -hmm. And poly mean, meaning many. And we're talking about loving many. So I think a lot of people have a misunderstanding mm -hmm. of what it means to be poly. And um, I'm excited for this conversation so we yes. can kind of, you know, help some people to understand that you may not be living a poly life just because you're cheating. You, you, that's not that's that's not who we're talking about. Are you sure? No. Oh, I'm positive. Because well. what Tyrone and them had said was, mm, mm -mm. <laughs> we want to clear, no. we want to clear up all yes. the bullshit. Yes. yes. We want to get all yes. the bullshit yes. out the way. Yes. But um, before we even do that, Honeybee, can you tell us who this beautiful woman is mm. sitting here in the circle? <laughs> okay, now. Okay. okay. So, Cake here, and I'm going to make sure I pronounce her name right because I want to call her everything else but her name. <laughs> <laughs> it's Karen, Corinne? Mm -hmm. Corinne mm -hmm. Prescott. Mm -hmm. Okay, and Corinne is a divorced mother of three, mm -hmm. entrepreneur. Um, she is a alumni of LaSalle University mm -hmm. with a degree in psychology, mm -hmm. a proud black woman who, whose parents and grandparents are from Panama, Jamaica, and Barbados. Ooh, mm -hmm. what a mixture. Yes. Ooh, Lord. Yes. Okay, hey. now. <laughs> it says here that you were born, um, he was born in Camden, New Jersey, mm -hmm. and raised, he said, up and down the East Coast. Literally. From Rochester, New York, yes. to all the way from Rochester, New York, uh, Plainfield, New Jersey, mm -hmm. to Pennsylvania, to Philadelphia, PA. Yes. Wow. So you've traveled. I have met a lot of people. Okay. Mm -hmm. so was your parents in the in the army or services? Oh, he's a pastor. Mm. Okay. Oh. We'll get into that. Okay, we're gonna definitely <laughs> dive into that one. Um, so I know I met you a few years ago mm -hmm. um, at uh, one of those women empowerment. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, events and you were the caterer and you served this delicious sweet potato chili mm. oh my god it's amazing yes. so you know um, if you haven't tried Karen's food Karen is an awesome awesome chef she be chefing it up <laughs> um, and she's also to add to all of her many titles she's also the author of One Passion One Passion at Night mm -hmm. it's a cookbook that literally talks about food porn just my favorite subject ever. <laughs> so. Oh, that sounds so delicious. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So that being said, I want to know, when did you realize, you know, given your history of, you said your father's a pastor, mm -hmm. that means you grew up in the church, obviously. When did you realize that, you know, Polly was your lifestyle choice? Um, honestly speaking, it was, it was high school. And I, I didn't know that that's, what it was though mm -hmm. i didn't i had no idea that the term or lifestyle even existed mm -hmm. but i knew i knew early on i had a primary relationship and um i mean technically though i was cheating because he didn't know so so let's be clear yes i, I was cheating okay um but i knew that being with more than one person in terms of a romantic relationship, not sexual, mm -hmm. because I did have feelings invested in this relationship with this other guy. Um, I knew that I was like, this, I didn't feel bad, you yeah. know? I didn't feel guilt. You didn't feel guilt. Mm-mm. Because that guilt. was, to you, that was normal. That was it, a normal exact, feeling to have. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Um, it really wasn't until, <laughs> I just turned 38 in July, and honestly, it really wasn't until then, mm -hmm. this summer, really, maybe the late spring, that I really was comfortable with, I was sitting in therapy, let's be real, wow. 
Um, and I was talking to my therapist, and I was like, "This is me. Not only my poly, but I'm bi as hell." Like, okay, okay. <laughs> so you, men and women. Yep. Obviously, that's yep. what bi means. Yep. Okay. Yes. Just making sure we all understand that terminology. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. Definitely. Okay. okay. Now, see. All right. So you say poly is many, mm-hmm. and I noticed how you said you had. Uh, romantic relationship mm-hmm. uh, with more than one person. Mm-hmm. So if you look at it technically, I mean, if you sit in a room full of family members, you have love for everybody in the room. Exactly. If you are sitting at a class reunion with people that you graduated with and y'all tight and y'all still tight, y'all been friends for like 30 years, you got love mm-hmm. for multiple people, people. in the room. Mm-hmm. So what makes having a poly lifestyle mm-hmm. different from just having affection for the people that are closest to you? Uh-huh. Like, what is, what, is, what is the poly mean? What does that mean? Well, because we are talking about um, more like eros, so an erotic love. We're not talking about agape, where it's like um, more of like... Um, an unconditional kind of love for everybody, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Um, like for your children, for your parents, for your siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about a love where your body speaks to that. So, you know, your dick gets hard, your vagina gets wet, your nipples okay, get so hard. It's so physical it's attraction a physical, to multiple yes, people. Yes, so, but it's not just having a physical attraction to them, but, and it's not just having a sexual relationship with them it is literally you um sharing your heart you are sharing your dreams you are sharing your goals um you are sharing the good and the bad because you can you can and and let me say that you can date multiple people to me that's what dating is and that doesn't make you poly like until you solidify that you and her or you and him are in uh relationship exactly you yes. can date as many, as many people, people as you want and, yep. and, and, and whatever works for you if it's safe for you and if it's healthy for you and nobody can really determine what that is for them you know everybody determines that for themselves right um that's dating that's something different once you determine that this is the person that i am going to be honest with this is a person i'm going to open up to this is a person that i'm going to share my hopes and my dreams with the good and the bad this is a person i want next to me if if i'm sick if i'm in the hospital if i'm have if i got fired um and you have that person but then you also are engaging in a relationship with somebody else who are you who you're sharing that those same, same feelings, feelings and those with, same yeah. things with them as well. That is one way. So you can have a primary relationship where it's husband and wife or wife and wife, husband and hu- husband. And then those two people either can date somebody together mm-hmm. or they make a decision where they date other people separately. But their primary relationship, they may live together. Usually with something like that, you guys live together. Yeah. And there's an understanding and there's boundaries within that. Okay. And see, that's what people don't understand is that let me take it back a step with relationship period. There's different forms of relationship. Mm-hmm. We all seem to follow one path mm-hmm. because that's what we're taught mm-hmm. by, you know, Western Christianity. Mm-hmm. There's only one way to have a relationship. Mm-hmm. No, if you do your homework, there's more than one way to have a relationship. Yep. Um, I think, and that's where people get confused mm-hmm. and that's where people get into that. Am I doing the right thing? And before you know it, you are cheating because you want to, have a relationship with someone else you want to feel that relation feel mm-hmm. for that person but here you are i'm married to you mm-hmm. how am i gonna have feelings for tashala if i'm married to corinne mm-hmm. right right i mean so i think people have to get to the point where they stop listening to mm-hmm. what the rest of society has to say and do what's best for you and figure out what's best for your relationship mm-hmm. because i truly believe there's no handbook that's going to tell us mm-hmm. what the best relationship is for us so you know, in that sense, in, in that token, um, when I think of what if you're choosing poly as the best lifestyle for you, it's because you got you came to the determination that you this was just the right choice, mm-hmm. despite how you grew up, despite how mm-hmm. what people you know, say. Yeah. And yeah. I guess that would bring me to my question of how did your father, who is a pastor, <laughs> that couldn't be good. How does he <laughs> react to 
Well, I'm gonna be honest. It, if if one of his former members see this, I mean, I've never talked to my parents. That was one of the things. Well, first, let me go back, and I may answer that. Um, you said something about um, making the best decision for yourself mm -hmm. and really not being affected by what others say or what the Bible says. I was able to get to that place through therapy. Okay. And, and you know what? Not even to cut you off or jump in, mm -hmm. but I was thinking about that when you were talking because mm -hmm. you said that you came to that realization mm -hmm. in therapy. Yep. And when you were speaking about people coming to an understanding that this is something that they want to do, that's a lot of self-searching going on. Yeah. So it's like yes. you have to have time where you are able to openly and honestly come to terms mm -hmm. with what it is you feel and then allow yourself to be vulnerable enough to dig into mm -hmm. that. Yes. So therapy. Yes. I agree. Black people go to therapy. Yes. Girl. Yes. <laughs> and if we don't, we need, need to. Need to. Right. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. So and seeing a black therapist too will help a lot. Mm. Yes. Find so. someone that understands yes. where you're, the journey that you're coming from and the journey, well, your journey that you're on, where you're coming from and where you're trying to go. go. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah. So I was, I was, um, you know, in therapy, like I said, and I was able to finally get to a place um, that I don't care. I don't need to. I didn't go around and bras, hey, I'm heterosexual. Like, hey, right. I'm monogamous. Like, I don't, you know, nobody goes around and broadcasts like this sign, you know what I mean? Like, no. hey, I'm this. And so, and so I felt like, you know, in therapy, I was like, well, well, who do I, who do I say this to? I remember, I remember texting some friends and I was like, y'all, I'm, 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 I'm bi. And this was like this summer, like right before turn 30. And it was like, we know. And I'm like, what do you mean we know? <laughs> like, and they were like, whoa, oh, you didn't know? Out. Yeah, they're like, right. you didn't know? And I was like, well, I mean, I thought I knew. They was like, oh. Yeah. I said, so do we go somewhere and celebrate? And they was like, celebrate what? What the fuck? Like, like, I said, but wait, there's more. And I was like, and I know for sure. Hi, I'm bike. Girl, where you been? Right. You right. We did that already. No, you can't have no party. You got to do something else. Right. Like, no, bitch, we not. Oh, so God. I was like, oh, okay. Like, but, but mm. I realized that I am right where I'm supposed to be yes. because I started to lose people in my life that I knew would not accept who I am. Yep. And mm -hmm. I started meeting before, this was before I came to terms with it. I started organically meeting different circles. Started I started change. meeting more lesbian women. I started meeting more bi um, women, okay. started meeting gay men. I started meeting, you know, um, poly couples. Um, you know, I'm, I'm now finally starting to date after some time and cause I had to take the time for mm -hmm. myself and mm. to get myself together before I can try to, you know, enter in a relationship with not just one person, but if I decide to enter a relationship with two people, um, and that doesn't necessarily mean just cause you're probably like, you have to be like, yes, no. I am. Yes, I definitely know I am. But if I meet someone and I decide that's not the journey we're going on, it's not like I can't. <laughs> You know right. what I mean? And There's that's, no box. That's a, it's a conversation. You. There is <laughs> yeah. no, no box, but you're open enough exactly. to say yeah. that I can choose however I decide to choose. And it's exactly. it's a simple conversation. Mm -hmm. It's a conversation not only with yourself, but it's a conversation with the person that you're attempting to have that relationship exactly. with. That's exclusive relationship with, if that's the case. Yep. Um, that's good. Okay. Right. Oh, I like I like the way this conversation is going. I'm, I'm learning excited. some stuff. <laughs> what? I'm okay. So, long story short, um, um, I never like kind of came out like, "Hey, mm -hmm. um, this is what I am." The only person I did say something to is my sister because I feel like um, I think out of all of my family in terms of like parents and siblings I think I am the most concerned mm -hmm. about not that I necessarily care or worry but I have a good relationship with my nieces and nephews and I was like let me I'm not gonna hide who I am so I'm gonna let you know and if you decide whether or not because they're very religious so if you decide whether or not this is not you know somebody you want your children around you know I'm their aunt that's fine, but I'm going to be me. Like, I don't want, so that yeah. way if they're around me and, you know, not that I'm just, you know, one thing she says to me, she was like, well, I'm going to, you know, explain to, to, to my niece. I'm not going to say her name, but I'm going to explain to my niece that, you know, you're, you're, what did she say? You're experimenting. I said, I'm not experimenting shit. Like, I'm right. 
And I know my niece, and unfortunately, she's 15 and she and I know a lot more. I know a lot Thank that her mother's mom doesn't know, but exactly. I'm like, she cool. Yeah, <laughs> trust me. Yeah, right. She's, she's straight. straight. Like, she ain't gonna be like, oh my god. Like, but when you have a 12 year old saying, you know, um, the conversation is, oh, so you're starting to like boys? She's like, boys. I like boys and girls. Yep. There and there's where it's like, oh, okay, so she understands more than I obviously give her credit for. Yep. So you have to, especially as parents, yeah. I, we really need to start paying attention, wake up. Because yeah. the world that they are living in, our it's kids are living in, it's completely different than the world that we came from and the world that our parents came from. I mean, think about yeah. it. I love Lucy. They were sleeping in twin beds. I, yes. Like they, they always slept in twin they, beds. And if she was pregnant, she was pregnant, and then all of a sudden there was a baby. baby girl. You didn't see the first <laughs> trimester, the third <laughs> trimester. You ain't see her though. She ain't so she, she, just she like, ain't even push. Oh, I'm pregnant. pregnant. Oh, there's a baby. baby. <laughs> and that was it. You didn't see nothing. And now our else. kids are seeing basic shows where yeah. it's like they're having these conversations. conversations. They ain't having conversations, honey. This man got a damn boyfriend, and he is tugging him down and taking his pants off mm-hmm. at eight thirty. <laughs> So yes. it's like if you're yes. not ready to have a real talk with your, your kids, kid. you have missed an opportunity to connect with yep. them yeah. because now they know that you can't be honest yes. and they yes. can go talk to somebody who is ready to be honest with yes. them and have a real fucking conversation and not feed them no bullshit. Exactly. I, came I agree. To my I agree. Daughter. Once I went through therapy, once I was in therapy and I realized that I asked my therapist, like, how do I... You know, I said, I want to have this conversation with my daughter. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, when you feel ready. And I think maybe like a week or two went by. And I told her. And she high-fived me. She was so proud of me. She was oh, so wow. happy. I mean, she probably because you know what? For them, <laughs> she's already probably experiencing this whole yep. conversation with her friends. Friends. Yep. Who? Yep. She has by friends. Yep. Oh, definitely. And normal for them. This is, you're not telling her anything new. Exactly. That she, that she doesn't already you yep. haven't heard about or haven't experienced with her and it's it's a good thing if if like I, my one of my daughters she went through that stage where she did experiment and for her it was an experiment and then she figured out you know what it's not for me mm-hmm. and that was okay mm-hmm. you know i was very i was i wasn't that in that space that i am today where i'm very open-minded mm-hmm. and i did realize where i could have probably helped her more mm-hmm. but now i get it i totally get it because of the fact that as a woman today, I'm so much more secure within my own self yes. that I can actually tell you I understood where my, where my daughter was coming from when she came home and said, you know, I'm dating a girl. Mm. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. How beautiful that would have been if I have been, would have been more open back then. Yes. But, you know, I we change and we learn. I've I'm learned my le- a few lessons along the way. And mm-hmm. you know what? It's experience. Chalk it up. And I'm good. I'm yep. in, That's in real place. cute. But yeah, girl. <laughs> when you sitting there with your child and they come at you mm-hmm. and and like me having discussions about sex with my oldest daughter, I know that we need to have those discussions. But she'll come to me and I don't know if y'all ever saw bringing down the house, but mm-hmm. Steve Martin had to go have a conversation with his daughter, and afterwards he was just like. <sighs> <laughs> That's the one with um, Queen Latifah. And he just put the pillow over his face and started screaming. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, it is going to shock you. Mm-hmm. Yes, that shit is going to be mad uncomfortable. But you will live. But you will have to yep. walk through that process because that's the only way you'll be able to continue having mature conversations with your yes, child. Yes, girl. Yes, definitely. Like you have to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. And and it's and it's wild because my mother, in her own way, with her crazy <laughs> self, I love you, mommy, <laughs> would try to have those conversations with me. But they would just be so far left. Like like when I was thirteen, she was like, "Okay, you about to be real hot and bothered, and I'm gonna tell you, ain't nobody having sex. So you just gonna have to masturbate and rub that thing out." And I'm like. But I'm you know what? I need your mother to come stupid. help me with that one. That's a good one. I did not want to hear you tell me that I need to go ahead and rub that out. But that's that was her thing. That she would just there was no cute way to God, get to if it. If more parents, if more moms was like that back in the day. I mean, I thought it was wrong to masturbate, for goodness sake. 
Mm, I grew up thinking that was that was just so wrong. (laughs) That's a whole until I became adult and I realized. I'm gonna do it every single day. Well, right. it's crazy right. because damn, every day. Yeah, every it's, day, girl. For me, it was like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm an only child. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm the oldest grandchild. So I didn't have anyone that I can go, go say, um, hey, yeah. you know, I got bumps on my chest. Like, yeah. what's happening here? Yeah. Or hey, I was in the tub and I yeah. rubbed and then I just felt mm-hmm. all sparkly inside. You know, what was that? Mm-hmm. So it was mm-hmm. like me and the set of encyclopedias mm-hmm. trying to figure out. You, you went to the encyclopedia? What does this happen? <laughs> I couldn't talk to nobody. <laughs> I had to learn. This, you I went to the encyclopedia. You know what I'm yes. saying? It was books and porn. So, oh Lord, I'm gonna get up inside the encyclopedia and figure some stuff out, mm-hmm. and that was me trying to figure out what my sexual identity was, mm-hmm. what aroused me, mm-hmm. and how I wanted to experience certain things. Yeah. So now here we are with all these damn options. How do you even educate yourself? Mm-hmm about what the options are and then determine that this is something that suits you like you you have poly and okay so how do you did, did you do research did you read books um, did you find people com- to we talk have a full to? computer at I, right at our I mean if that's that's the most that's the that's like the easiest answer like literally you can Google this shit. You know but what I mean? there's a lot right. of misinformation out there. Yes, there is. And I think the biggest thing that I want to say is um, I, met, I met a guy who claimed to be Polly. Mm-hmm. And um, really what he was doing, he was dating like th- three of us, three women at one time. And that's just dating. That's, that's, that's just dating. And he met um, this one woman he claimed before he met me, which is fine. Um, But I think like a week maybe within within the time that we were talking, maybe like a week or so, he wanted to introduce me to this other woman. And so I just was like, well, I don't understand what I'm, I'm not in a relationship with you. So I'm not sure. He was trying to get his. Girl. He was trying to have a threesome. Like yes, nigga, just was. say that shit. Like, yes, just ask. We, you know what I'm saying? Just but at the, but she was, but she was young. Seriously, she was young. He was. I'm 38. He was probably a couple years younger than me, and she was probably 10 years younger than him. And so she was young, and she was like, "Well, she's going through a divorce. She's never done anything. She's experimenting." Blah blah. I'm like, I ain't nobody fucking teacher. Like, listen, I'm trying to bust a nut. I am not trying to direct anybody's stage Gracious. play or their life. She needs to figure that shit out. On her own, but I so you am. Said no. Yes. Well, first of all, I was, I, first of all, <laughs> I'm at a selfish place. Okay. And I okay. am not. And she, <laughs> she's that. probably. He's probably in his mind. He has this fantasy made out, and so he's probably thinking like, yeah, I want to lay her out. out. Yeah. And I want you eating her pussy. You want to direct this thing? No, nigga. If anybody gonna be laying out and getting a pussy, ate, it's gonna be me. Okay. I'm not about to sit here and turn yeah. this little girl out, and now she don't know. I mean, she's 28. Let me not disrespect her. But I'm just like I've been there. Right. I've, d- I've in been your mind, there. You're, you, you this don't, don't want to be a teacher. Be a first you want someone that's already there. Yes. So you can enjoy it with them. Yes. yes I, I don't. I, I just. I, to me. And then he got offended because he sent me a picture like, oh, and I was like, well, when we were talking about, you know, us and where we could see ourselves going and he made a joke one day, like, you know, as long as you know what I'm saying, eat some pussy with me. So I laughed like, all right, yeah, like whatever. And then he's like some days later, whatever, he, he told me about this female, sent the picture and I'm like, well, we were talking about, you know, trying to date with intention to move towards that. We ain't attracted to the same women. So no. So you can date her, but I'm not. Get, just no. Like we're, just like we're attracted to men, you have to have an attraction to the female. Exactly. The, there has to be an attraction. Period. Male, female, whatever. Whatever. There has to be an attraction. There has to not, be some sort of chemistry. Yes, it's and not, it doesn't work. She just was so. You can yeah. see the. You could see the innocence. You could see like, and I was like, oh, oh wow. baby, yeah. I'm like, I re- really, what I wanted to do is in my head, I was like, Dad, I should have met her, went out with her, and I was like, we should have just schooled her. Like, look, leaders do like he, 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 he 
was able to read a sign in your head like I can turn yeah. this chick out. Yeah. Yeah. I can just leave her along. And really, I should have gone and met her and yes. then took her along. That's really what I should have did, you know, looking back. But at the time, like I said, I'm really at a selfish place right now in my life. And yeah. there is and that and I learned that in therapy. Ain't shit wrong with it, especially for that black when we think that it's something really wrong. wrong but these white men out here is drinking wine, chilling, mm-hmm. putting their feet up, letting somebody else take their kids, do this, let the nanny raise them, whatever. And you know what I'm saying? Like yes, girl. N- n- and we like, oh, and I we're like, here, we there, and we, we, call that. Yes. we call what he doing success. So I'm in a place of being selfish and I was, yes. that's not where, I don't have time for that. Right. Yes, I, don't, I agree. You know, agree. good luck to her and to him. There's no love laws. There's nothing but I'm like, you know, so for you to figure out, you know what you like. You know that if you are, one of the things that, that I realized um, that I knew I was bi, I was like, I do not watch anything other than lesbian porn. Like they're, Really? Yes. Ooh. They're the only, and I, and this is other thing about me. I know for me, I want a long-term relationship with a man. So if I ever got married again or whatever, because it's nothing mm-hmm. like real dick, I don't w- want somebody to put on a strap on. There's nothing like a good, solid, hard dick. With nothing veins. like a strong back, Jesus. <laughs> Amen. There is no amount of dildos. There's no, no amount. No. Bro, you didn't find the right one. No. Acrylic. No, I've, used, I've used rubber. No, I've used acrylic. I've used glass and then and glass and acrylic actually do give you a better orgasm. However, there is nothing like feeling him grow inside of you. There is okay. ab- you cannot and replace post- and post- <laughs> there is absolutely nothing that can substitute hold this. Right. Just hold it. All right now. So I know for me, being in a long-term relationship with the man, but I have to be honest with him, like, you know, yes. You would we- still want to have a have your female partner exactly as well. and even yeah. if there are times when even if let's say at some point i'm like no i don't need the female partners there is going to be you know there's one guy i dated mm-hmm. and we used to go out and we would see women mm-hmm. and together we would talk to the women and sometimes it'd be a situation where it's like okay yes we're gonna see this woman together but sometimes we would go back and role play and we would we would sometimes we'll go out literally just to meet a woman we were both attracted to find out her name and then we would go back and role play and then he would call me her name Ooh. we would i would call her name like we would but we, we both know what she looks like right we both know what she smells like we both know how she oh, moves nice. on the dance so it's like floor. a shared fantasy it is yes. a shared fantasy because we both have the same woman in our minds yes. you know what i mean so okay um, now yeah like I like I like that too. Yes, try it. I'm at, I'm, um, girl, seriously. So I think that comes put on my bucket from, list. Yeah, <laughs> but that comes from me not in terms of how do you find out how do you experiment. You know what you like. You know what feels natural mm-hmm. to you. You know what feels good to you. If you don't, please get therapy because yeah. you're not good to anybody. You cannot be in a relationship and expect that person to know everything about you unless you are saying it to them. There's no way. Yes, you have to stay you open have communication. To be, exactly. Seriously, yeah, that's And important. if you don't know what you like, I mean, there was this one movie and this woman was supposed to be getting married. She's like, I don't know anything. I don't even know what kind of eggs I like. So she tried every damn egg in the book. So she could figure, like she was scrambling. She was doing country scrambled eggs. She was doing fried eggs, over easy, poached eggs. She, she was like, I don't even know. Yeah. Like I'm marrying this great, you know, successful man and he's taking me here and there and I don't even know what I don't I don't know what I like. Um and so for me it's it's like you need to take some time and figure out what the hell you like. Like yeah. What are you what are you denying That's very yourself? Yes. Because and why? Then you can't explain to you can't explain to him or her this is what I like or this is what I want. Exactly. Or this is what I desire or and feel. And then you have some sort of resentment yeah, you at times for because your partner is not satisfying mm-hmm. you. Yes. And so then you step out yep. and it, or you have an expectation that your partner is supposed to be everything for you, all things at all times, and that's not the case. Wait a second. And I've can always we, can believed we, that that's an unfair expectation. It is. And it took me a while that right to there, really understand that. And um, That right there is why relationships fail. Yep. Yeah. I think it was something that um, that I heard T.D. Jakes was talking about, and it was just like, you can't expect somebody to be your every emotional, mm-hmm. every mental, every mm-hmm. type. Mm-hmm. You can't expect, because what are they going to no. be to themselves? Yeah. What will they have left after? And that person can't be, your your happiness cannot be wrapped totally into that person. Yeah. Your, 
one person cannot provide no. all of that for no. you. Mm -mm. You have to be yeah. able to stand on your own and understand yourself on your own oh, so yes. that you can explain yourself and allow yourself to come together with somebody mm -hmm. so that y'all can have joy together. And yes. that's one of the biggest things people don't understand. It's like you are not going to have a solid relationship with anybody exactly. if you cannot sit alone mm -hmm. and have dinner in a restaurant by, by your damn yes. self. Um, yes. Y'all know September is Date Yourself Month. Yes. Y'all participate in it? Yes. Of course. Okay. Yes. Okay. So... I just wanted to say that real quick because I'm I just like, I didn't see y'all name on the sign up. Yes. Yes. I'm I, just saying. I'm, okay. I'm okay. Okay. So my, I, I just want to know, um, why do you think that it's, it's taboo, especially with in the black community and with oh. the, and black women that we <laughs> can't embrace, you know, something else other than a monogamous relationship? Um, the, 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 the thing that stands out to me the most mm -hmm. is the church, mm. religion. Yeah. Um, that is, I mean, that is, is going way back to slavery. Like it was control. It was like the spirituality. Yeah. Could, right. But in terms of spirituality, it, it has been passed down. Like, you know, there's like, why do you think the politicians come to the black church? Like they like, listen, if I'm gonna get these people to vote for me, mm -hmm. they not really going in. They might go into the hair salons or the nail shops, but they go on it. They going to hit some black churches. churches. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I think that, um, honestly people, there's, I am a spiritual person. My father's a pastor. Mm -hmm. My mother's a minister. My sister's a minister. My brother-in-law is a minister. Mm -hmm. And for many years, I've been married twice. I'm only 38. I've, two, I've been divorced twice. Mm. And um, I was trying so hard. Love my mom. I do not have any hard feelings towards her or my father. But my mother was like a stereotypical black first lady. I grew up believing that my sole role in life was to be somebody's wife and mother. I was never told that, I mean, I'm an entrepreneur. I was never told I could be an entrepreneur. I was encouraged to go to college yeah. but for the idea of that's where you're going to meet, meet your husband. Uh, a good husband on paper. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> But you did say you're West Indian, right? Right. So I ain't going to lie. They do that. Yes. Because I was told I was supposed to just be a wife and a mm -hmm. I could no. The way my mother sold me was, I can she can cook, she can clean, um, mm. so that's how I would make a good wife. Nothing else. There mm -hmm. was nothing else she could say about me. She couldn't say I was a good artist. She couldn't say mm -hmm. I wrote beautiful mm -hmm. um, poetry. She couldn't say she couldn't say anything about. She didn't even tell me I was beautiful. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine, yep. I was supposed to be just somebody's cook and yep. and, and housemaid. Yep. Thank and God that's I, all I saw my mother. God, so I didn't marry that. Right. And, and that's how I saw my mother. And yeah. that's how I saw, um, I didn't meet any, I didn't meet a black woman to really help me. I didn't have an orgasm until my late 20s. And, right. And wow. I didn't know that I was supposed to enjoy this shit too. Like I was at Damn. the pleasure of a man. And so, I mean, I, once I met this particular woman and I love her to death, she was maybe a few years older than me mm -hmm. and I was divorced and this is my first marriage. I got married at 21, 22, 21. Um, and she was older than me and one day she was dressed somehow. And by this time I had two kids and I picked up some weight and I saw her wearing like a halter top. I was like, you could wear that. Like we could wear that at that size. And she was like, bitch, yeah. yeah. Like, and she was like, and you're, you're smaller than me. And I was like, really? right. And she was like, have you ever masturbated? And I was like, no. And she was like, what? She's like, how old are you? And I think I was maybe like 24 or something like that. Wow. And she was like, you've never <laughs> masturbated? I was like, no. She's like, okay, come on. I'm going to introduce you to a bullet. Let me tell y'all something. Oh, my God. When I, I found her. out about that bullet, yes, girl. I was so addicted. I used to leave work at lunch and go home to masturbate. Not in the car? No, because I, I had to, I, but see, now I could do that. But then I was like, no, I got to set the most. I need to go home. Like, literally in my right. hour. You need like, to I got to go home. I need to turn on the music. I need to take off all my clothes. I need to, like, get myself together. To yes, and get down there. <laughs> and then I got, like, five minutes. I could take a nap after, get oh up, go through the drive-thru. I'm going to eat some on the way back, and I'm going to go back to work. Until I discovered that I could buy panties with the bullet in it. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh! So then I'm going to go out. And anyway, Girl, all so, you got to do is hit a button. Listen. 
once that happened, it was like I then created an alter ego. And that's really... Yes, wait a second. The alter ego's name again is... Karina um, Lopez. Karina Lopez. Yes, Kalo. We got to talk about how you okay, came up with Kalo. Oh, my God. Kalo. Yes. <laughs> Karina Lopez, she has seen... It got so bad that when I used to go out, this is during my time of... That's when I started poly relationships, living in Philly, mm-hmm. of course. And I've, that's when I had my first um, lesbian relationship as well. And I didn't even know I was in a relationship with this chick until she until ate my pussy. Get rid of her. I was, right. I'm like, so that, wait, wait a second, did that determine that you were in a relationship or were you? No, we, we were. We okay, were, cause... I mean, we were seeing each other every day. We were going out. She was coming over and chilling. And, so not dating, but, but you were in a relationship. And that's yeah. because of the fact that you guys were at this point very intimate with each other. Yes. Okay. And she was yeah. the first woman. I mean, I, she was the first woman that um, mm-hmm. that I had an ex. You know, well, I had my lesbian experience, and I was like, oh, I've been attracted to women all this time, but I was just like, no, because it's a sin, and I'm going to hell, and da 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 da, blah blah blah, or whatever. And um, and then I will never forget laying on that bed on 21st and Nidro. She said. And- <laughs> Yes, she remember that address. Cheers, and I had I had a clean bed, and I had a canopy over my bed. Okay, and I will never forget. I we had some shots of Patron, and that's why I don't drink that shit now. And Uh because Karina Lopez, I'm too old to be (laughs) pulling out Karina Lopez. I was laying on a bed, and my eyes rolled back. And I think for me, sex is like it's ten percent physical. And 90% mental. mental. Yep. For me. I don't know about anybody else. So a lot of my friends are like, oh my God, you date some ugly niggas. I'm like, listen, they're powerful. Cool. I'm attracted to something totally different than what y'all are attracted to. Because yep. I have dated some really you good. You can blow my mind. You can get this. I, listen, I've dated some, I've had sex with and dated some really yes. attractive fit men. And they dicks was little and they ain't know what to do with it. Woo! So you see Talk these buff men walking man. around. They got to overcompensate for some shit. Let me just <laughs> tell y'all. <laughs> And size does not always matter because I dated this one nigga whose dick was little as hell, and that was a that was outside of a bullet. That was the first time I had an orgasm with a little really? dick nigga. What yes, he knew how to move. Yes, but mm. so so for me, I'm like you know I I was Karina Lopez was there, and I you know had this relationship with this woman, and it was like, what the fuck? Like this is. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. And I was comfortable. And I think the reason why I never dated a woman in Connecticut is because my parents were here. And But when I lived in Philly for a long you time, felt I felt yeah. free. My, my sister wasn't there. My brother wasn't there. It was, my you were, it was like a whole nother person. You were starting a whole nother life. Like, yep. Separate from the one that you grew up. Yep. I get it. I get yeah. it. Okay. Some good I, years. Boy. I don't know about Ooh. you, but I kind of wanted to also know, um, <laughs> since we're you know, getting really intimate here, but um, I wanted to ask, in my opinion, I know we spoke about this recently, I believe girls have girl crushes. Oh, hell yeah. So what would you say to black women out there who are girl crushing, but afraid to mention it or say it or speak on, on it? Go to therapy. <laughs> That's my answer for, I, I, people are, are masking their sadness and their depression Mm -hmm. and how miserable they are with, you know, shopping or eating or drinking or going out or being married to a guy who looks great on paper. Um, And they are afraid to really explore what truly makes them happy. Happy. And they're afraid to really be honest with themselves. Yes. They are afraid. And the reason why I know so many I, I've had so many issues with friendships is because when you are confident and when you are sure of yourself and when you are when you don't care what anybody has to say, mm-hmm. when you are friends with somebody who's not that way, the energy they are, they're not upset or jealous with you. They're upset and jealous with them. They're not jealous. They're upset with themselves. Yes. That they don't have the confidence or the strength it's or the courage. Yeah. Exactly. And they're looking at you like, well, how are you not? Forming to what society, like conforming to society right. standards. Like, who do you think you are just going to be out here, you know, 
like like I think I saw um, a clip of of Ti and he was like, well, which one? He was like, people so mad at me, you know. One, he said I could cuss a motherfucker out and lead a march in the same day, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I was right. like, he was like, they want me to be this one thing, but I'm not. I could be all these things. And I think that people have this idea, and that's again how I found out in therapy. I'm like, I can be a great fucking mother and be biased hell and want to have a poly lifestyle. That does not mean yep. I'm not a great um, um, caterer. That doesn't mean that I'm not a great wedding planner. That doesn't mean I'm not a great daughter. That doesn't mean that yep. I don't love God. That doesn't mean I'm not spiritual. Exactly. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to fight for... You know what? It, and it, it doesn't it define becomes, your blackness either. No. It becomes yeah. necessary for us to be bold enough to change the narrative. And because there are so many little boxes that everyone is set inside of and and most people are dead set on seeing life through those little boxes mm -hmm. yeah but we don't fit in those boxes mm -hmm. we just don't yeah. if no. you think about just body image in mm -hmm. terms of women and it's mm -hmm. like you know there's i've encountered women who are just like, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to diet, I'm trying to lose this weight, and I'm like, okay, but you know, thick is in, right? Girl, like you trying thick to, is sexy, you, you, own it. You are upset yes. with something that is your blessing. Yes, exactly, You can I agree. get you some clothes mm -hmm. and go ahead on mm -hmm. and work that meat out. Mm -hmm. Girl. And mm -hmm. you're going to be all right. Mm -hmm. But because... We have so much tradition handed down to us. And yep, I always I think about the end of John Singleton's movie, Higher Learning. Mm. And it's one word. And it just says, unlearn. Yep. And that was the Ooh. one thing mm -hmm. I learned when I got to college. I was taught a lot of bullshit. Yes. Like, and, and it's really just everybody else's fears. Mm -hmm. Because I was always an artist i was always creative mm -hmm. but my grandmother had fear mm -hmm. of what a creative life would look like mm -hmm. and i mm -hmm. remember one time i was like you know i wanted to go to juilliard mm -hmm. and she was like no that's in new york and you can't make no move, no money as an actor wow and at that time wesley snipes was in the 20 million dollar club wow. and i was like well if he get a movie, he getting twenty million off the rip. So what you talking about? Yeah, right, exactly. And because it was my grandmother, she wasn't ready mm -hmm. to actually go back and forth mm -hmm. with me because I had questions. Mm -hmm. But it's like you said, because most people, generations mm -hmm. before us, were not able to comfortably express who they are mm -hmm. and what it is that they were happy about with their life. Then having that expression in those conversations doesn't take place. Exactly. That's why therapy is important mm -hmm. because that's the place where you go to get confidence in speaking, speaking. about who exactly. you are and what it is yep. non-judgmentally mm -hmm. what it is that you want to figure out for your own path. Mm -hmm. yep. And yep. you got to get to the point where as, as black women, we have to get to the point where we are not so focused on what, everyone else thinks and what everyone else is doing and what everyone else is doing stay in your lane yeah it works keep stay in your lane and the people that's meant to travel in your lane with you yep they'll they'll be right along for the ride they'll they'll be having fun with you yes they will that's yes, the most girl. important thing you have yes. to be able to let a motherfucker go mm -hmm. just because somebody has been riding with you from the beginning yep as you evolve if they start turning into Oh, you acting funny now? <laughs> oh. oh, so you don't no, no comment on those no those people. Oh, you're too good <laughs> to come hang and do bullshit with me. What's what? What you all about now? I'm evolving, motherfucking grow. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to grow because a lot of times people feel like you're not supposed to shift. Yeah. You're not supposed, you're supposed to, to stay in the same spot. You have to stay like right here. It's kind of like when Jay-Z started wearing sandals, remember? Mm -hmm. And everybody was like, oh, why he's wearing sandals? He a man. Yeah. And I was just like, well, why can't he wear sandals? He a man. Right. right. <laughs> and wear sandals too. Exactly. I mean, it's nice sandals. You know, what again, you questioning? He got I, money to do that. He can do right. That. Right. And if you don't have, even if you don't, you don't have money, you can put on some Girl. Like, those are sandals. Like, I'm just like, people need to just realize that you, we have to stop step back and stop stop competing stop yeah. stop judging stop allowing people to live 
their lives and their best life of whatever that is mm -hmm. for them. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that um, one of the other issues, especially with um, black women, is that there's these conversations or these places I think they're around, but they're kind of secret because they don't want anybody to know. Oh, very well. And, right into my next question. Keep okay. talking. So, um, <laughs> they, people are doing, you have friends probably right. living it. Mm -hmm. um, I know that there are a number of people in the church living it. Yes. You know, um, if you really want to keep it funky, um, I believe it was Hagar who was uh, Abraham and Sarah's, basically their, her, his Sarah, their, her, no, nah, I got surrogate. She's the one who had, I think it was Ishmael. Right. And Sarah knew about it. So if you really want to keep it funky, that was a poly relationship because he wasn't cheating. It wasn't a secret. Hagar wasn't a secret. Well, I got the whole book on that poly in the Bible. Listen. I don't care what nobody say. All y'all Bible thumpers. <laughs> yes. Hey, Bible humpers. There is polygamy in the Bible. Y'all just need to read. Read between the lines. Don't read what you want. Ain't no read reading between the lines. No. It's, very, it's very blunt. Yeah, it it is. is the point. Oh, yes. my God. But I, I mean, we all know what a concubine is. Listen. I'm not going to lie. If you read the Bible, I ain't going to lie. I'm the kind of person to tell you the Bible was not really good to women. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not saying it's God that has an issue with us. I'm just saying that Bible, however, whoever writ, wrote it did yeah. not like women. Mm -hmm. They treat us badly in that, mm -hmm. in that book. And you I really mm -hmm. pay attention to the fine details. Yeah. The stuff that we and en we endure in the Bible is just like, and we're still paying for a bunch of that. Mm -hmm. So my whole thing is people can take whatever they want, but it's, it's there in black and white for you. It, it, it is. And it is. Um, Again, I think that we are, okay, so if you really want to put on my, my hotep or what I call fotep hat, like fake hotep, um, you know, if you listen to those people, the hoteps or the foteps, they're like, you know, Christianity, that's the white man's religion, and da, 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 blah, blah, blah. Okay, mm -hmm. whatever, I'm not, going, I'm not here to dispute that. So, I, however, though, I think that there are some pieces that are kind of true, not all of it. Right. But I think the reason why we have such such a hard time with really being whoever we are, not who I am as a black person, but whoever Cake is, whoever Corinne is. Right. It's because society has conditioned us, especially the black culture, is that many moons ago, what we saw as successful was white. And so what we whatever was white was successful. Right. And so for hundreds of years, we tried to emulate that. And so we're just now catching up to the fact that they was living like that. Like they had, you know what I'm saying? Like they had. And why is it okay for them? Why is it? I don't, I think. Why is it okay for white people to, to be, to be open and say, you know what? I, this is the lifestyle for me. I can live like this. And, and no one judges them for that. Well, I mean, I mean, I, people might disagree. Well, it's okay. Cause they, white people run the fucking work country. So mm -hmm. okay. it, they, they can get away. I think, and that's mm. in their mind. Like, I think that's in a lot of people's minds. And mm -hmm. so they're thinking like, well, they could do that cause they white and they write and they have money or whatever the case may be. And so the whole point that I'm trying to make is that for a long time, we were basically, I think that's why so many people, why we sent so many people, the whole reason why we had a different world it was like, okay, white people go to college, black people, we gonna go to college too. too. You know what I mean? Like right. whatever they gonna do, we gonna, we can do. You know what I'm saying? They gonna buy a house here, we gonna buy a house in the same. We were trying to, instead of just keeping our house, like even now, you have people who get successful and they be like, I ain't living in Hartford. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I live in Avon. I live in Central. Why the fuck you can't buy a nice house in Hartford? Like what's, what's that's why, true. why is that? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, so we have this image or idea of what we think is right. And so I I'm think- guilty <laughs> so i think that that is also and that's the reason why i don't go to church anymore i think that there's a lot of bullshit that is being being preached and passed down Girl. a lot of oppression in the church you know so instead of people mm -hmm. coming to terms with whatever whatever god they want to worship whatever spiritual life they want to worship whatever kind of relationship they want to wor worship um or have whatever kind of sexuality they want to have they are denying themselves that because they are trying to somehow reach this whatever they believe is this successful whatever and so i think for a lot you know you even see on social media you have all these different black love pages and what do you even that they're they're subliminally putting in your mind you all you see yeah. is this 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 nice chocolate this nice and there's accept you have a acceptable well, natural hair I'm with an acceptable and there is a um it's called afro sexology on mm. instagram 
they keep it 100. I'm going to have to check them It out. is... He, they keep it real. But see, it's listen, all about dealing you with would find that page. And yes, she would. You would. But I would find that page. You would find. No, it's not about <laughs> okay, that. No, what, what I'm saying is, is for, for people who are but trying if you're, to discover yeah. themselves. If you are trying to discover, feelings, because it's all about algorithm. Right. So, yeah. like, my algorithm has a whole bunch of manifestation, a whole bunch of, like, numerology, astrology. Like, so that's based off of what I've searched up on my phone or whatever right. the case may be. So, if you are in a place where you are not trying to stick inside this box you'll start researching some stuff and you'll start noticing some things coming across your so social media you'll start noticing certain ads coming up because you are starting to realize you know what i'm not subscribing to whatever it is that society is saying that it's supposed to be mm, right i right. for me i am subscribing to whatever i say is right for me and you know what i think the the struggle within our community is that a lot of tradition was given to us as opposed to culture. Mm. So because we weren't given our culture right. and, and what our tribal traditions were mm -hmm. and we were forced to take on someone else's tradition, when we got to a place where we should be exploring and researching and trying to find, we never even thought to go back to our roots mm -hmm. and, and to see what our stories were, exactly. what our ancestors did, how they lived, how mm -hmm. they ate, mm -hmm. what types of things they did with their day, mm -hmm. and why. And it's, and what, it's, it's what all was, right there. What were the deities? What were, what were the beliefs? What were the traditions? What were yeah. the ceremonies? And, and when you look at, even if you look at twerking and dancing and moving, and a lot mm -hmm. of times there's roots within cultures and there are ceremonies where those things take place and there's nothing sexual about it mm -hmm. it's it is an energy and a movement but because we're so disconnected from who we are mm -hmm. we search and grasp well, for what is constantly mm -hmm. put in our face yes. which is tradition and this superficial standard created mm -hmm. by I always the said dominant society. a lot of us yes. can never go back to the motherland mm -hmm. we right. would not survive. survive we wouldn't survive we wouldn't be able to to experience it on that they level, step off though. the boat and you know oh, it's hot kuta kende steps steps up to them be like i want you as my wife i want you as my wife come on let's go you be like you know what's both big? Of us? okay no. so you know in philadelphia they, they the, couldn't they they wouldn't survive no the muslim and islamic culture is huge mm -hmm. yeah and so there i have friend well former friends who were one of many wives. So I had one friend and her husband had two. And um, they had their days when he was with them. But here's the thing. And men, this is what, this is what y'all feel to realize. If you cannot financially or sexually. Mainly financially. Maintain. Yes. Yes. All the households yes. as the same. So if your primary wife's kids go to. Northwest Catholic, East West Catholic, I don't, whatever, in Connecticut. Yeah. Then your secondary, and she has a house in Avon, and she is driving, you know, um, mm -hmm. a Mercedes. Your second wife, she's going to live in Avon or Simsbury or somewhere of the same caliber. And her kids are going to go to the same type of school. And she's going to drive the same type of car. See, what these dudes today be like, yeah, I'm poly, but you don't even have a pot to piss in, so you poly nothing. So the first thing you do is be a poly a job. You might need to get two or three. Because if you really want to keep it funky, that is like for those communities. And so she was just like, listen, yes, this works for me. Like, mm -hmm. one of the ways I knew that this worked for me is because I was a mistress for a long time. Oh, I was a mistress to two men at the same time mm. for a very long at the time. Same girl got experience. <laughs> what? And those okay. two were probably my best relationships ever. ever. Oh. The mm. one guy, his girlfriend, um, of his his living girl for a long time, I know she didn't know about me. Uh -huh. The other guy, I know his wife knew, you know, I knew she knew about me. And um, he used to bring me everywhere. I mean, I was going to his parents' house. I was going to his job. I was, you know, driving his car. Like, so she knew that she he knew. was... He was he he. She knew about you. Yes, and she was fine with it. You think or um? Did he ever speak to you about the that? The only thing that yes, he did. Oh, okay. As long as she had her bills paid, as long uh, as she her had kid, old school. She listen. Yes. You take care of home. Listen. Yes. And, and that's again what other 
other women don't listen to your friends because listen if you are in that type of relationship where you know your husband steps out or he's poly or whatever you guys are if that is okay with you like if you are more concerned about stability and security versus love and passion and all of Mm -hmm. that then that works because everyone marries for different reasons exactly and it's okay to admit you didn't marry for love it is okay to say that you married for that financial yes. security. Yes. Admit that shit to yourself. Yes, you be you'll be, be honest more comfortable with everybody you else. It, then you can go yeah. ahead and embrace the situation yeah. that exactly. you have. Because that it, everyone past. has a different reason for why they get married. Yeah. There's a multiple reasons, but just be honest with yourself as to why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And for all the women that say, "Oh, I didn't know he was cheating." You knew he was you cheating. Know. Because you know what? As women, we already know, you know. when you step out Listen. And the minute you come home, don't lie to yourself. and it only Honey, you don't even leave traces of lipstick. The scent, it's there's a scent. Listen, if you pick it up. You're it's like, like oh. change. drop the load. Wait a second. You're like, listen. Let me tell you something. What the hell? The one guy I was dating who had the living girlfriend. He would come to my house whenever, uh-huh. whenever we would have sex, and he would go in the bathroom and he would wash up or whatever. And he like, I'll, he always had unscented Dove soap. Well, I always did for him, whatever. And I'm mm-hmm. like, even still. You work for the gas company, the Philadelphia Gas Company. You are in the overalls. You've been sweating all day. So when you come home, I expect your balls to be smelling like like sweat. sweat. It smells fresh. It doesn't smell like any roses or anything. You just, you are too clean for working a 12-hour shift in a manhole. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, sweetheart. I know she knew, but she didn't even, but this is another thing. I know she knew, even though he didn't have to say anything, but that's, that was okay. Like I used to ask her, like he was honest and people were like, oh, he was probably lying. I know he wasn't. He was like, no, we're, we don't have sex. She doesn't want to have kids. She knows I will never marry her. Um, but she's fine with that. She just wants to be able to not be alone, like physically alone. All the extra stuff is she don't care about. She don't care about date nights. He was like, you the one I got to fucking take out on date nights and eat and shop and all the other shit. He was like, I don't got to do that with her. I'm like, listen, <laughs> wow. I'm being honest. This is what I want. You want to be with me whenever I see you? Yes, I do. You want to lay here in the house? No, because otherwise I will find somebody else to take me out. Like, you know, I'm trying to go somewhere and drop it, twerk it, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want right. to go to the strip club. I want to do this. I want right? to do that. Right. Like, I don't want to sit in a goddamn house. Not all the time. But that's what worked for me. And let me tell you, I felt so guilty. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm never going to have a good relationship. Like, I'm a mistress. And it took me a while. And I was like, man, fuck that. Like, that shit has nothing to, to do, do. With nothing. And what my exactly. friend told me, it probably helped me like ease my conscience at the time. And she was like, you don't know what their karma is. You don't know what the fuck they've done in their life. Exactly. You have no clue. Like she could be. And you don't like, know what boundaries and what they've spoken about in their relationship that you Now the very guy that I knew mm-hmm. because there was no, well, I knew from the first time he said, come to my job. And I was like, all right, I'm going to park outside. He said, no, park the car, come in and come to my office. I'm going to introduce you to my coworkers. And you got a picture of your wife right there. You and your wife. Yes. So they, picture. So obviously I they know, were very open yes, with their relationship. Yeah, yes. it wasn't, it, no. And in that particular relationship, he kept saying, listen, I want you as my second wife. Like, where you want to live? Okay. And I, But I had children I at the time. I second wife so badly. I finally got approval. Well. I just got to find her, he said. <laughs> I just need help, y'all. I want to help. I need help. <laughs> <laughs> I need somebody that can. I'm looking for someone that will come in and cook, yep, clean, Take care of the kids, do homework, mm-hmm. all the crap that I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a wife. No, seriously, I'm, for I'm, I'm looking nope. for a wife. And I already got approval. He said, yes, I'm good to go. I just got to find her. Yep. So hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Give him your IG, girl. <laughs> right. <laughs> Gonna make that shit a commercial. <laughs> okay. And you can find what you're looking for. Fuck it. Let's get hooked up. <laughs> God, we do have to wrap this up. You have been such a pleasure, Miss Kate. Thank you for for coming out and talking to us and schooling us and giving us all those little tidbits about yes. being black and poly. We needed this. Yeah. Um, hoping the rest of the world paid attention because I know I got notes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to know. My last question to you would be: Uh-oh. What about publishing a book? But we do we see a book coming in the oh, near future for you? Well. Um, because this is a lot. This is some good stuff. And we didn't even really dig like we I know. could. No, no. It, oh my gosh, this because is so it was much fun. it's it's levels to it, right? It, it, yes, we didn't there even is. get to all the levels. We just Tashala wanted to hit the levels, girl. A bunch of females. That's not Polly. Yeah. That's not Polly. Nope, no, it sure no. isn't. No. 
It sure is. Now, if you got her in the house in Bloomfield and she in the house in Windsor and the other one got a house in Simsbury, baby, that's college. Wait a out. Here's the thing. You got people, women especially, who will be like, I am not in a poly relationship, but you are. Because you already know mm-hmm. that he out there fucking around. Yep. You fine with it mm-hmm. that he out there fucking around. And then you tell you your won't... girl, oh no, I didn't know when when your girl finds out that he out there fucking around. Be honest. Yeah. Be like, you know what? That's my business. And you have to be secure with yourself we as good. a man. Because if you really want to live this life, mm-hmm. then sweetheart, stop sitting at home crying about that. And if you don't go to find you a man or woman or whatever you're into, right. and y'all have that conversation. Like, look, this is home. We don't bring that home. So when I go out on Wednesdays and Fridays, this is what I'm doing. And when I go out on Tuesdays and Thursdays and Sunday, Saturday, Monday, we a family, whatever. Whatever works for y'all. There's, there's Like we said, there's different levels to it. And mm-hmm. so, you know, but... but for men and and it could it it, it if you're going to really seriously really explore this you have to be okay with the idea that your wife may want to be with somebody else whether it's a woman or a man yes you have to really kudos really, to the man that can be like what's good for you is good for me babe listen let's do this together yeah i can respect a man like that yeah. yes yes, yes. As long as everybody, it's it's a healthy relationship as long yep. as there's communication and you're respecting the boundaries and you guys set the rules for what works for you. And if you because don't know, take your black ass to therapy. Yes. Yes. Because you need to yep. go someplace to have conversations with a professional. Yep. Yes. Not boo-boo the fool and pookie yep. them because they don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. You need a licensed professional mm-hmm. so you can have these conversations and dig deep and figure out what it is that you yep. want to be happy with and what you can accept and what you can't accept. Not mm-hmm. what somebody taught you or what grandma and them did. But actually get into a point in your life where you make decisions that are about your happiness and your happiness alone. And I just want to add this very last thing. Mm-hmm. I got my degree in psychology and life happened and I didn't finish, but I recently just applied and I'm going through the process. So I can go back and be, um, get my master's degree in counseling and get certified in sex therapy. The yes. reason being yes. is that who you are in the bedroom Mm-hmm. will tell me a lot it. about who you are out in the world. Yes, if girl. you are not able to be honest and vulnerable in the bedroom with your wife or your husband, how can I expect you to be out in the world and be honest and yes, be, and be vulnerable with, with, with complete anybody. strangers? Yeah. If you cannot trust the person, like I like to be choked. I like a gun put to my head. Like I like to be tied up. Like there's certain shit that I like. And if I can't, like, I'm for real, I do like that. But I'm just saying, but if I can't, if I cannot be, but if I cannot be honest with my mate because I am afraid of how he or she may look at me, that ain't the one for me. And if I am, I can be this way here because in the bedroom, I'm, I don't, I don't care. Like, I don't, not that I don't care. I, I am so secure with myself Mm -hmm. and I come first. Period. And I am going to be honest with anybody who I am swapping energy and bodily fluids with. And if I yeah. can't be honest and open with that person, then that then you 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 are going you are, who you are out in the world is going to I can tell. I can tell a lot of I can tell how a lot of people's sex lives are based on how they interact, how I interact with them outside the bedroom. Well, Miss Cake, it sounds like you're being <laughs> unapologetically yes, you. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. I 100% agree with you. Um, I just want to say thank you for coming and sharing with us again today. Um, We definitely needed this light shed on the topic. Mm -hmm. So I'm really hoping that the rest of the world understands that be yourself. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, don't worry about what everyone else thinks or says. Communication is definitely key. Um, if you embark on a poly lifestyle, you definitely want to make sure that you talk to your partner about boundaries because yes, is we do need to have those conversations. Um, child, am I forgetting anything? Take your black ass to therapy. Yes. Thank you. Exactly. And then, oh, take and your black ass to therapy. Uh, you, can't, you can't flash the book. <laughs> You're going to have to pull some out of okay. there and give them <laughs> yes. a 
have something that's really short and quick of the okay. book. Okay. But um, I do every all of the points that you mentioned are all very good points. Um, definitely something to consider if you are trying to figure out what it is you want and you can't stay committed to one person. Like stop lying to yourself. Exactly. You're not exactly. Be honest with yourself first and, and foremost. Okay. And yep. it's okay if you're not. Yep. But you have to be honest with yourself and then you'll find that the people that you encounter can deal with it. Yes. A lot of times you be trying to fit into the box and you with somebody just because it look good. Eh, no, she ain't ready. Yeah, she ain't ready if you do her like that. Miss yeah. Cake, you ready with that? Yes. Okay. So um, you can find it on barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com. And what's the name of the book again? Um, One Passion at Night. Myself mm -hmm. and Sasha Ford wrote it. It is a cookbook. So there's recipes and there's pictures of ah! what you're going to bake. Ooh. And um, it's it's literally food porn, so it is an erotic short story. And I ain't like I I was kind of looking in there, and I thought I see naked men with cakes on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, it's just it's I just thought hard. I would see naked guys. With... <laughs> no. Okay, you know, you know, whole, you know, like you know, um, baby boy. Yes, yes. No. I kind of I, I was I thought I see, but okay, girl, go <laughs> ahead, read that, read that piece. So I'm just read a little, piece okay. so you can get an idea. As I grab her waist, I sit her up on the washing machine. I'm mesmerized by her eyes and what lies between those thighs. As I watch them spread, I tell her, make sure I'm well fed. Red velvet cake, huh? She smiles with the grin of lust on her face. While I eat this cake, our eyes are locked onto each other. She was right. It's extremely creamy. The cream is invigorating and plenty, just the way I like it. It is sweet, sticky. My face is dripping from the essence of love, and her fingers grip my hair as her legs begin to shake around my neck. And then it will go into... You can't how just how start bake running off the red velvet cake. Okay, <laughs> now. Woo! You just so. did this, 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 Fuck yes. It. yes. Let's talk. So, Black and Polly. What? <laughs> Get you what some. What will we talk about <laughs> next? <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> you might find out. <laughs> this was good. Oh this my god. Your glass is empty. I know. Fuck it. Let's pour. <laughs> 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 <laughs>